You're listening to Madison Votes, the City of Madison Clerk's Office podcast, where we give you an inside look into the voting process and empower you, the Madison voter, with the information you need to feel confident about exercising your right to vote. Our goal at the City Clerk's Office is to ensure every voter in Madison is able to cast a ballot and have that ballot counted. Join us and take a crucial step toward becoming an informed voter right here on Madison Votes. Welcome to the Madison Votes 2020 podcast series. My name is Thomas, and I am a Wisconsin certified municipal clerk, and I'm one of 10 team members in the Madison City Clerk's Office who helps facilitate the right to vote for our city. So we are producing this podcast series with the gracious help of Madison City Channel, to answer questions we frequently hear from voters. This podcast episode will focus on election pandemic precautions. So joining me today for that effort is Deputy City Clerk Jim Verbeck. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Thomas. The November election will be our third election during this pandemic. We've tried to make sure our voters have safe options no matter how they choose to cast their ballot. That's right. Voting by mail is not necessarily the best option for every voter. We have been working with the Public Health, uh, Madison, and Dane County to make sure City of Madison residents have safe options for exercising the right to vote. And we don't want to push voters to use a voting option that they distrust. Yeah, if you visit our website at www.cityofmadison.com clerk, one of the highlights at the top of the page is about creating a safe voting plan. Our listeners may want to take a look at that as they consider their options for voting this fall. So let's talk about an option that 80,000 of our voters have selected for the November election, voting absentee by mail. For previous elections this year, we have spoken with voters who lived alone and they were quarantined uh, with or because of COVID-19. They were voting absentee by mail, but they struggled to find a witness for their absentee ballot. What options would someone have in that situation? If they have the technology, they could have a friend serve as their witness via video chat through Skype, Zoom, FaceTime, Google Hangout, or WhatsApp. When they seal the ballot in their envelope and sign as as the voter, they would then forward the ballot to their witness, who would sign as a witness, uh, print the witness address, and send the envelope onto the clerk's office. And that option requires having access to technology and another envelope in order to forward the sealed absentee envelope onto the witness who was going to sign it as well. What would someone do if they don't have those resources? The Dane County Voter ID Coalition has volunteers who are willing to serve as a witness. You can reach their helpline at 608-285-2141. That's 608-285-2141. They can watch the voters sign their envelope through a window or socially distance within from uh, six feet away. The voter then places their sealed envelope on their doorstep, steps back for social distancing purposes, and the volunteer signs as a witness. The volunteer then returns the ballot to the voter's doorstep, and the voter sends the ballot back to the clerk's office. I remember in April as we sort of figured out how to do this, and now the Voter ID Coalition is helping with it. It's great. But we can't stress this enough, we need to receive your ballot back in the clerk's office by election day in order for it to be counted. So what option do voters have if they are receiving their absentee ballot by mail, but they are concerned about mailing the ballot back to the clerk's office? 
First of all, we would encourage voters who are mailing their ballot back to our office to do so by Mail It Back Monday, that's October 19th. You can always drop off your absentee ballot at our office. We are open weekdays from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The building is locked, but there is a poll worker registering voters at the front doors of the city county building on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Go to the door that is the farthest to the right as you face the building and wave at the poll worker behind the door and call, or uh, if their poll worker is not there, uh, you can call our office at the phone number posted on the sandwich board sign in front of the building. We will have ballot drop-off sites at every single City of Madison neighborhood park, community park, and mini park from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, September 26th, and again on Saturday, October 3rd. If we do have inclement weather on either of those days, the event will be moved to the next day on Sunday. Uh, poll workers will be available in all 206 parks to register voters and accept the delivery of absentee ballots. They can serve as a witness too. Uh, you will be able to recognize the poll workers because they will be wearing face masks and high visibility vest, uh, safety vests and will be standing by a vote yard sign. They'll be practicing social distancing, use hand sanitizer frequently, and will disinfect clipboards and pens after each use. We are working with city planning and city engineering to finalize locations, uh, but we will be installing 14 ballot drop boxes across the city in October. Uh, watch our website and our Twitter feed for updates on that initiative. Uh, when in-person absentee voting begins October 20th, you can drop off your absentee ballot at any of our drive-up or walk-up absentee voting sites. Uh, the poll worker there can serve as your witness. And then on election day, you can return your ballot to your own polling location, which you can look up at www.cityofmadison.com slash where do I vote. So there really are a lot of options for getting that ballot back if you're just not willing to mail it back. So we've received calls from voters asking if it's okay for their roommate or their spouse to drop off their ballot. Is that okay, or does everyone have to make their own trip to a ballot drop-off site? That is fine. Uh, I'm reading directly from the Wisconsin Election Commission website here. A voter can hand-deliver an absentee ballot they received by mail to the clerk. Ballots can be returned to the clerk's office and in-person absentee voting or early voting site uh, or the voter's polling place on election day. A family member or another person may also return the ballot on behalf of the voter. I would add the precaution that you should only ask someone you know and trust to drop off your ballot for you. Do not hand your ballot to just anyone. If someone asks you to drop off their ballot, know that it is against the law to willfully or, neglect or negligently fail to deliver a ballot on time or to destroy or conceal the ballot. You mentioned in-person absentee voting, and that's undergone a bit of change during the pandemic. Could you describe the safety precautions that are in place for voters who choose to cast their ballot at an in-person absentee voting site? Yeah, based on the advice of public health, we have moved in-person absentee voting outdoors. Uh, due to a court ruling, in-person absentee voting will not begin until October 20th. You'll be able to drive up, bike up, or walk up to our absentee voting sites. Poll workers wearing face masks and high visibility vests will bring your ballot to you. If you are in a vehicle, the poll worker can check your voter ID through your car window. You can use your own blue or black ballpoint pen to mark your ballot if you'd like. The poll workers will serve as your witness. 
Coworkers will practice social distancing, will frequently use hand sanitizer, and will disinfect clipboards and pens after each use. Because so much is up in the air with COVID-19 numbers, we are still finalizing our in-person absentee voting hours for each site, but you can see a list of locations on our website. So what precautions are in place for voters who are casting their ballot at their polling place on Election Day? Voters with underlying health issues, potential COVID symptoms, another illness or disability may vote from the curb of the polling place. Curbside voting is available statewide every election. In Madison, you will be able to tell where to vote curbside by looking for a large feather flag that says vote here. You will also see poll workers wearing face masks, face shields, and high, visibil high visibility vests. These poll workers will check your ID through your car window and will then go inside to get you checked into the poll book. They will bring the ballot out to you, which you can mark without leaving your vehicle. Poll, worker, poll workers will step back to give you some privacy. You can use your own blue or black ballpoint pen if you'd like. Once you mark your ballot, you will fold it in half for your privacy and then hand it back to the poll worker. The poll workers will insert your ballot into the tabulator to be counted. The poll workers will disinfect clipboards and pens after each use. And I really like sort of the common sense idea of bring your own pen if you don't want to use one of ours. Blue or black ink and we're fine. So. And we should mention that uh, public health has provided us with a poll worker screening tool. Um, each poll worker is asked to look at the following and they cannot serve at the polls if within the past 72 hours they have had a fever, they have had chills or body aches, or they have had to take a fever-reducing medication like Tylenol or Advil. And if in the past week they have had a cough, they have had difficulty breathing, or they have felt ill with other cold-like or flu-like symptoms, they also cannot work on Election Day itself. So what about voting inside at the polling place? All poll workers and observers will be wearing face masks over their nose and mouth. Voters will be offered hand sanitizer as they enter and exit the polling place. Poll workers will be using hand sanitizer frequently throughout Election Day. You will notice painter's tape on the floor to encourage social distancing while standing in line. Plexiglass barriers at the poll book table, ballot table, and registration table will, prov will provide extra protection at stations where voters will need to be within six feet of a poll worker. Voters may use their own blue or black ballpoint pen to sign the poll book and to mark their ballot. Do not use red pen or green pen, gel pen, or a marker like a Sharpie. The tabulator won't necessarily recognize red or green ink as a vote. Uh, gel pen ink doesn't dry quickly enough, so it accumulates in the ballot scanner and causes ballot jams. And markers may not dry fast enough, and they can potentially bleed through the ballot. Porkers will disinfect all pens, voting booths, touch screens, and frequently touch surfaces after each use. And the poll worker will, the poll worker at the ballot table will provide everyone in the polling place with an hourly reminder to practice social distancing and to make sure masks are worn over their mouth and their nose. The pandemic has really pushed us out of a lot of polling locations, often at the last minute. So we are encouraging voters to check their polling location before heading out to the polls on election day. The website to use would be www.cityofmadison.com slash where do I vote. Could you talk a little about polling place changes? Sure. 
I think I've dedicated a few months this year <laughs> just to searching for polling places and what sometimes feels like a few years in just this month. Um, but for non-pandemic elections, many of our polling places are in nursing homes or assisted living facilities. This is convenient for residents of the care facility and it provides an access space for everyone else who lives in that ward. Care facilities are not able to host polling locations during the pandemic though, because the residents are at a high risk of COVID-19 complications. We have had to relocate other polling locations because they simply do not have enough space to practice social distancing on election day. Some of our polling locations have become homeless shelters during the pandemic, making the space we have used uh, unavailable for voting and dozens of other facilities have backed out as polling locations due to a variety of COVID-19 concerns. Yep, we cannot force a facility to serve as a polling location. It really is a community service when a facility opens its doors to voters and especially so during a pandemic. That's right, our goal in the clerk's office is to open as many polling locations as possible as close to the voters' residence as possible. This has been our biggest challenge during the pandemic, uh, but we will not give up. We have received so many rejections though, and it takes a long time to find a facility that will agree to become a polling place. So we promise we are not procrastinating on our, our polling place announcements. We may have confirmed a polling location that ends up canceling at the last minute, or we may be receiving one rejection after another. Exactly. Uh, we have been searching for polling locations nonstop since the pandemic started. COVID-19 has brought us a lot of last minute changes, so we ask that voters verify their polling place before election, before hang out to vote on election day. Thank you, Jim, for walking us through the safety precautions that we are taking for the November 3rd election. Thank you, Thomas. That's our episode today on Madison Votes. Thank you for listening and taking steps to learn more about the voting process in Madison. For more information, head over to our clerk's office website at cityofmadison.com clerk, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MadisonWIClerk. We're always here for you to ensure that Madison votes.